peace of our Lord be with you. As you may have noticed, a few moments ago, we all promised to pass along a lot of information to little Joseph Sims. All the stories about Abraham, Sarah, Moses, Miriam, Jesus, and more. All of which we will, no doubt, do our best to teach to Joseph and all his friends here at the corner of Ridgewood and Eastover. But, according to this morning's lesson from Isaiah, even after we have taught one another all that we know, about the ways of God, there will still be more which we do not now and may not ever be able to say with certainty in this life. Because according to today's lesson from Isaiah, God's ways are not our ways, and God's thoughts are not our thoughts. Indeed, according to today's lesson from Isaiah, God's ways and thoughts are as much higher than our ways and thoughts as heaven is higher than earth. All of which can be hard for our ears to hear. As Barbara Brown Taylor once observed, we have used God's name to endorse our own product for so long that we sometimes can no longer tell God's voice from our own, which is true, which is why it can be hard to hear that God's ways are not our ways, and God's thoughts are not our thoughts. If God's ways are not our ways, then God may not operate only within the boundaries which we have established for God. If God's thoughts are not our thoughts, then God may not be bothered about, repulsed by, or offended at the same things which bother, repulse, or offend us. Which, if you think about it, while it may be a little unsettling, is not all that surprising. After all, if the universe as we know it is, in fact, somewhere around 13 billion years old, it would be unlikely that all of the truth about the Creator could be captured inside of any religion that is only a few thousand years old. Whenever I hear appeals to the authority of 2,000 years of Christian doctrine, to settle a debate over some spiritual question or theological issue, 
I often think to myself, well, all of that is important, but I'd rather know what the God who created the universe 13 billion years ago thinks than what any religion has decided to be true after only a few thousand years, including even my own. But, of course, that brings us back to today's lesson from Isaiah, which tells us that God's thoughts and ways may never be fully known by us or knowable to us because God's thoughts and ways are as much higher than our thoughts and ways as heaven is higher than earth. Or, as the Apostle Paul once famously said to the Corinthians, we see through a glass darkly, concerning which Cecil Sherman once remarked, it is unbecoming of us to claim to see through a glass clearly when no less a giant than St. Paul confessed to seeing through a glass darkly. Indeed, God's ways are not our ways. God's thoughts are not our thoughts. There is much about God which we do not, cannot, and will not know until we cross over to the other side. However, on the other hand, while we must be careful not to claim clarity in the face of mysteries we cannot know, we must also be careful not to claim mystery in the face of clarities we cannot escape. When it comes to the wonders and mysteries of suffering and grief, prayer and healing, death and resurrection, judgment and grace, it is indeed unbecoming of us to speak with too much certainty. However, on the other hand, when it comes to treating all others as we want all others to treat us, there is not much mystery behind which to hide. We've read the four Gospels. As my old friend Chess Smith used to say, we do know what Jesus would do because we know what Jesus did do. Because we have read the four Gospels, we do know who Jesus would stand up for and what Jesus would stand up against. Because we have been walking prayerfully in the Holy Spirit all these years, we do know what it means to live a life of righteousness and integrity. We know what it means to be people of careful, truthful speech who go through each day in a gentle, mindful, thoughtful way. We know what it means to look not to our own interest, but to the interest of others. It is needless to say true, as today's lesson from Isaiah says, that God's ways and thoughts are not our ways and thoughts. Which means, of course, that there will always be much mystery beyond our knowing. However, on the other hand, all that we need to know 
in order to have a moral compass as clear as Jesus and a wing span of welcome as wide as Jesus, we already know. We may not know all about God that we want to know, but all that we need to know in order to live a life that is guided by a moral compass as clear as Jesus and a life that is stretched by a wingspan as wide as Jesus, we already know. Needless to say, we must always be careful never to claim clarity in the face of mysteries we cannot know. But on the other hand, we must be just as careful not to claim mystery in the face of clarities we cannot escape. There is a poet named Lee Young Lee who once said, the light is always late. The light is always late. You know, as in you never know what you need to know when you know it. Which, on the one hand, is true, isn't it? The light is always late. But, on the other hand, sometimes the light is not late. Sometimes we have all the light we need to know exactly how we need to say our words and live our lives. In those moments, the only real question is whether we will hide it under a bushel or let it shine. Amen.